0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Barbecue Solves Everything edition. It does. It does. It
1: does. It does. I mean, it does. I, yeah. Who, who can argue with that? Just PETA. <laughs> Fuck. But everyone else is S- super into it. Yeah. You had a problem? I'm into it.
0: Barbecue. You're into it. I'm into it? Yeah. <laughs> Problems solved Salt. the end thanks for listening rating subscribe bye have a good one <laughs> today is in betweeny e 105 canada's invasive pigs build pigloos well uh, that's going to make me cry
1: yes. jesus christ it's wow
0: pigloos like oh i'm just <laughs> her hand I, is in her face you, you 50 seconds in you are doing this to me and <laughs>
1: I'm fine with it. Ugh.
0: And and oldest barbecue in North America so far. Well that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Can can we go? <laughs> is it is it still open? It... <laughs> uh uh Oh God, you know? I it's closed. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. It's, it's fine. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. Way to tease me. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> totally fine. There are plenty of other barbecues. But I mean like... The oldest one in North America. How Okay, how many like barbecues out there do you think like market themselves on like the sign or in like a phone book, if you guys know what a phone book <laughs> is, uh, as like the oldest barbecue? It's like every yeah. restaurant in New York is like the best restaurant or yes. like the best Chinese. Yes.
0: In New York, but they're
1: all the best Chinese.
0: Every pub in London had the best fish and chips. The best. (laughs) That's the best fish and chips in London. I don't know. Right here, and uh, then over there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if y'all know what the best means. It means better than the rest. (laughs) But if everyone is the best, then you all grown up to be millennials and broke and
0: we're doing tired we're doing great in therapy we're doing we're doing wonderful uh i'm jill Chacha, and i am with the best marissa Riley. wow thanks um that's true i'm the (laughs) best hey you're the best too hey that's true uh our our listeners we're all absolutely the best fucking number one yeah and if this is your first time listening well welcome to the flock welcome dr Riley. (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true.
1: I had no idea what we were gonna talk about today. Um, but now that I do, I'm excited. You know, yeah. I love barbecue. Yeah. I love pigs. They're That's so cute. Really weird to say in the same sentence. <laughs> um, That's what we do here. I, I
0: appreciate pigs
1: for many reasons. <laughs>
0: Yeah, But I'm glad they're getting homes. Um, they're, making their, they're making it happen. Yeah, they, they have more homes than millennials
1: do. <laughs> I, yeah, they're actually owning property. Yeah. We are
0: not. not-, so much, not much. Uh, uh, yep, it's fine. Yeah. My friends, today is another day of incredible discoveries. We have two, and they're actually incredible for two very different reasons. Uh, in the first half of the show, we're going to revisit what is considered to be the most destructive invasive animal in the United States. Wow, And good news... They've made it to Canada. You're welcome. <laughs> and, that's right. Canada, you're welcome.
1: You're welcome for
0: a, here, take that. Here, t- take some. Here, have some of s- this. Some, yeah, enjoy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and even better news they've learned how to adapt to the cold there by building themselves igloos. Uh, my snakes. heart
1: is just shattering
0: like an igloo.
1: I'm uh, just, that was a terrible joke. No, but, um, but it's right. But you're going to keep talking it's, it's so, so we can okay. all forget it. All um.
0: right. <laughs> and of course, such a story. As this, equal parts adorable and devastating could not have come from the best. It could not have come from anyone other than a member of the flock. I love the flock. That's right. Big thanks to Kissy4647 uh, on Twitter. Love Kissy4647. Kissy, God damn it. Good it times. Fucking amazing. Thank you. Thank you so damn much for sending us uh, this information on pigloos. But that pigloos exist. Bless.
1: Like, I just, <laughs> so, I love it.
0: I, <laughs> it's so you know us oh. it's like you've been listening to all of our conversations yes.
1: <laughs> no but seriously this is thank awesome. you
0: i'm so excited thank you yeah, thank you so much uh, and then after the break a paleontologist stumbles upon some bones and this happy accident is rewriting an early chapter of human civilization wow. and i mean by thousands of years we're going to talk about a good old-fashioned barbecue that took place in north america and history is on the menu
1: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I I was watching like an actual like, like Discovery Channel show. Thank you. And history is on, on the, menu. the menu. Wow. I did that. <laughs> oh my god! It I it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I did get like goosebumps. Uh, I'm so excited. It's barbecue history on accident. How cool is that? It's just the coolest thing. It's so American. <laughs> it's so American! Oops,
0: I discovered barbecue. <laughs> my dad. Uh, I think we should begin. Yeah. All right. Well, to do so, we need to travel back in time to in-betweeny 020. Oh, my God. I'm really going to cry now. Wow. You know, when this podcast was a wee thing, way the fuck back in January of 2021, we covered, (laughs) I know, who the fuck remembers? I don't. Well, at the time, we covered what's been called the feral swine bomb. Oh, yes. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and some say that bomb is still ticking. Uh, Others believe that bomb went off a damn long time ago. But, my friends, I'm talking about the feral pigs of the United States. Yes. And now we could just call them the feral pigs of North America since it's become a Canadian problem, too. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right. Yay. Yay. Uh, so, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, Dr. Marissa, I thought we could take turns providing a little recap of a big old issue. Oh, my God. I love a recap. It's, it's been a while. So. I love
1: a big old issue, too. <laughs> Let's do it.
0: So please tell us, as reported in the New York Times article, feral pigs roam the South. Now even northern states aren't safe. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Where are they mostly? And uh, what have they been doing? Let's dive deep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was-
1: dirty um we're just talking about pigs don't worry okay quote ranchers and government officials in montana are keeping watch on an enemy army gathering to the north along the border with canada the invaders are big testy tenacious and they'll eat absolutely anything Feral pigs are widely considered to be the most destructive, invasive species in the United States. Uh, they can do remarkable... <laughs> I don't know how I'm get- why I'm getting so douchey all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> they can do remarkable things. <laughs> uh, they can do... I'm just kidding. They can do remarkable damage uh, to the ecosystem, wrecking crops and hunting animals
0: like birds and amphibians to near extinction. I know. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, they've even wrecked military planes on runways. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> and and although attacks on people are extremely rare, in November 2019, Feral Hogs killed a woman in Texas who was arriving to work in the early morning this hours. what
1: happened to me. I just, <laughs> I can see it. I, can you see me, like, calling yes. you at, like, 945 and being, like, I was late to work. Um, oh, t- can you imagine telling your boss that? No. Do you think she told her boss? Do you think she tried to get an iPhone photo? So like when she went to her boss, she's like, no, really. There was a pig. I was attacked. And that's why I couldn't make it to the all hands meeting. Betty. Betty. <laughs> Carol. There's Barbara? always a Carol. There's always a Barb. That's so
0: uh, so uh, continuing the quote. Generally, an invasive species is detrimental to one crop or introduced into waterways and hurt the fish, said Dale Nolte, manager of the feral swine program at the Department of Agriculture. But feral swine are destructive across the board and impact all sectors. While pigs occupy, quote, the largest global range of any non-domesticated terrestrial mammal on Earth, Oh my God! researchers in Canada recently concluded. And quote. Talk about something that's like happening
1: right now all yeah. the time that none of us are thinking about. Absolutely not. This is the problem and it's hilarious. And it's... no one is talking about it. But we are.
0: That's right. We're we're doing the hard stuff. You heard it here first. Pigs. Pigs, they're an issue. My friends, just to put their world domination into perspective. <laughs> right? The U.S. is home to at least six to nine million feral pigs, and the population of New York City is eight million. Oh, my God! <laughs> There's one for every one of Aww, us New that's, Yorkers. That's really cute. I don't mind a pit pig. But the, hold on. I'll get into it. They get really Aren't big.
1: they, I was going to say, aren't they kind of big and, They're and fucking like, massive. gross, like, smelly, like, not like Wilbur.
0: Anyone know who Wilbur is? I think so. <laughs> millennial you fucking millennial oh god (laughs) so uh now half of those roam texas but since the 1990s they've traveled from 17 states to 38 oh my god okay 38 (laughs) there that means two there that's two less right that they've been in all they nearly all continental states in in the united states
1: i really want to make some sort of parallel to like um Red versus blue states and I'm like, do they have more like control than either of the
0: parties? <laughs> oh, like <laughs> Are they gerrymandering the states? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh they cover about thirty five thousand square miles a year. Wow. Uh now there's a perfect storm of reasons why they're spreading so quickly. Uh Doctor Marissa, what's one reason? Are we the problem here as well?
1: Um, So I haven't read the quote, but I'm guessing it's us. For one reason, yes. Okay, um, but let's talk about it. All right, from Jim Robbins of the New York Times. Ooh la la. Uh, Quote, in recent decades, the pigs have been expanding their range, or more accurately, people have been expanding it for them. It's not natural dispersion, Dr. Nolte said, we have every reason to believe they are being moved in the backs of pickup trucks and released to create hunting opportunities. End mm. quote. Oh, my God. Yes. Y'all dipshits. I know. Stop it. <laughs> yep. So people are taking them in their cars mm. and dropping them off to hunt them? Yeah, pretty much. That's one, that's one of the reasons why they're spreading. Yeah. It's is one of those moments where I'm, like, so embarrassed to be from Texas. I'm like, this, I know, like, eight people who would do this. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's doing it right now. Stop it. And if
1: you're listening, <laughs> stop hitting stop
0: it. So, stop. Put the pickup down. So, Put the rifle down. Jesus. My friends, because humans don't have enough things to shoot, uh, some domesticated pigs... <laughs> Some domesticated pigs were transported to Canada in the early 90s for hunting, some for farming, but because they're really smart, put a pin in it, a fraction escaped and bred with native burly boars, which brings us to the second reason why they can spread so quickly. My friends, a family of feral pigs is called a sounder, which is made up of two to three adult female pigs called sows, and each of them can breed twice a year, popping out up to six piglets. So... 12 piglets total a year uh so Three twice a year so if one female sow yeah or, or one sow can have can have 12 a year 12, 12 piglets, a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you do the math one sounder can be 20 to 30 pigs at a time which is bigger than my italian family
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 20 to 30 pigs. That's a
0: lot of pigs or Italians. <sighs> yeah, that's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's too many. Uh, now, that's a lot of mouths to feed. Luckily, pigs aren't picky. This brings us to the third reason they're so damn successful. Quote, pigs will literally eat anything. Dr. Ryan Brooke, a professor of animal science at the University of Saskatchewan in Canada, said, uh, feral pigs don't browse the landscape. They dig out plants by the root, wow. lots of them. Big hogs can chew up acres of crops in a single night, destroying Whoa. pastures, tearing out fences, digging up irrigation systems, polluting water supplies. Uh, continuing the quote, they eat ground-nesting birds. Oh my God. Eggs, the young, and adults, Dr. Brooks said. They eat frogs. They eat salamanders. They are huge on insect larvae. I've heard them taking out adult white-tailed deer, end quote. <laughs> Normally, this is the part
1: where I would make a joke about relating to pigs and their like constant eating habits, Mm. but I actually cannot relate to this. (laughs) I have never gone that out of my way to eat that much. I go a little out of my way. Yeah, this is I'm not digging up acres, though. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Acres of
1: food? I'm too tired. I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I order the acre?
0: Can the acre come to a food come to my door? They'll figure it out somehow. They they're will. pretty smart. I know. They'll figure it out. They already have homes. They're gonna invent seamless and DoorDash <laughs> seamless. Oh
1: my god! They're gonna ask like squirrels to do it for them or something. Oh, it's gonna be adorable, but it's gonna work. And they're gonna be friends. Yeah. And they're gonna tip. Okay, anyways, it's fine. <laughs>
0: deserve it okay now if you're wondering really how big can they get a drum roll please back in 2019 a pig was spotted in georgia weighing an estimated 800 pounds oh my god that's like an elephant oh my god (laughs) locals named it hogzilla (laughs) So, wow! I'm, wow, I'm no. speechless. Georgia. Wow, Georgia. So, if destroying our crops and native species isn't enough for some to see this as a problem, there's a monetary perspective as well. Uh, these pigs cause up to two billion in damage. Thirty-six million of that a year in damage to vehicles. Alone. What? Yeah, now I know what you're thinking. What? Are they stealing cars? What the fuck's going on? Probably there? they're probably
1: eating the cars.
0: I don't know. <laughs> so, Dr. Marissa, what do cars have anything to do with this? Please tell us. <laughs> we we gotta know. All right, from the New York Times
1: quote: Hitting a two or three hundred pound pig on a highway is not that much different than hitting a two or three hundred pound rock, Dr. Nulty said. Two F-16 fighter jets have crashed after they hit pigs on the runway. End quote. They've taken down jets. Jill <laughs> is bright purple in the face. I can't I didn't much. even make any jokes. I just told the truth. Just told the truth. Uh, that I shouldn't laugh, but fuck, man. So, okay, so I'm from Texas, and my dad used to say the most Texas thing. Hmm. He said... If you're driving at night, yeah. <laughs> never a good way to start advice. if you're driving at night, a father to a daughter, yeah, or during the day, I guess it could apply then he said, never swerve for an animal, Just drive and hit them, Ooh. or else you will swerve off the road and yeah. hit a tree and die. Yeah he said, just go for it. you know if it's a if it's a deer, if it's a whatever, yeah just just do
0: it a person yes, a yeah.
1: person, <laughs> just go for it. He said, unless it's a buzzard, because he said that his friend hit a buzzard yeah. and then it flew in the front windshield, it, it busted in, landed on the guy's lap, and then threw up roadkill oh, all bad over night. the guy. And yeah. he said that the guy had to sell his car. <sighs> so he said, Marissa, you hit any animal except for a buzzard, because then we'd have to sell your car. (laughs) So when I pass this information along to the child, I'm probably not allowed to have. (laughs) In the future, in the
0: Republican country, yeah. Yeah, I'm going
1: to add pigs. (laughs) That's right. To hit anything except for a buzzard or a pig. Yeah. I'm really embarrassed I told that story. No, that
0: that was a great story.
1: Does anyone else have a story like that? Please DM us. Yeah, send us. Please DM us so I don't feel awkward. Yeah, we'll read it on the show. We'll have like a segment. Yeah, segment. Yeah. Weird (laughs) things your parents told you about (laughs) hitting or not hitting animals. (laughs) Just weird parental advice. I want to point out I've never hit an animal on purpose. I think I've hit one bird on accident, but who hasn't? It's they fly right in front
0: it's it was it's It's tough it's tough out there i said a
1: prayer it's okay (laughs) it's
0: it's tough out there man at least it wasn't a 200 pound fucking pig god Uh. damn it okay so (laughs) so how do you take down something that could take down a fighter jet well biologists caution that hunting can be helpful but it is not a solution Mm. that's because it's a mixed bag uh in areas where populations are not established Quote, hunting creates an incentive for people to distribute feral pigs for sport, as we brought up before. Ah. Hunting makes the animals wearier and scatter and scatters sounders, which go on to multiply in new family groups. So it oh actually makes them, it makes them, like, scatter. Disperse. And, and disperse even more. And yeah. find a new place to live because they're scared. I got it. Yeah. Uh, continuing with the quote, but where pigs are already established, hunting can reduce their numbers. If they're, so. Okay. Out. I guess. So take that. A total mixed bag. Yeah. Doesn't... I didn't provide anything useful there. So, so. Jill said to hunt the pigs. <laughs> that's
1: the, that's the, the takeaway, right? <laughs> it's no. T-L-D-R.
0: Oh, God. Hunt the pigs. Yeah, them, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, all, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Put them all in your pickup truck. <laughs> drive, drive to another state. Release them and just the shoot into the air. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so... They say hunting in well-established areas, okay, but my friends, it's really hard to hunt what you can't see, which brings us to pigloos. Oh, yeah! That's right, that's why we're here. Dr. Marissa, I have a photo of a pigloo. Amazing. Uh, Please tell us, what do you see? Is it very well camouflaged? What what does it look like to you? And of course, all photos we talk about today will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by and take a look at this pigloo. Oh my god! it's so sweet.
1: It's kind of like a little cold beaver dam, but it not in the water and there's snow and it's not like a beaver dam at all. Um, okay. So it's like, uh, it's like, imagine like a beautiful kind of snowy, uh, edge of the woods. Mm-hmm. And, um, you can see like this kind of lump in the ground that is made out of, it looks like a lot of sticks -hmm. And snow all kind of packed together to create a sort of dome-like situation. I'm not going to lie; it looks a little like a grave. (laughs) I would totally think somebody buried a body there. Yeah, but that's also because I fill my mind with the worst things on the internet constantly. Oh yeah. Um, So yeah.
0: We're human. We do that. We, We're murderinos.
1: I, I can't help it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yes, it, it it's like a little dome on the ground made of sticks and snow. Very there cute.
0: You. Perfect. It looks very cozy. It looks damn cozy. Yes, my friends, this is the home of a smart little piggy. Oh. Not only are pigs naturally insulated between their chonkiness and covered tail to snout and thick fur, yes. they've, they've figured out that they can keep even warmer and safer during the cold Canadian months by building igloos of sorts. Uh, I, I know. respect it. I, I rest, know. You can
1: never be too comfortable and cozy. That's right. And they are like, you know what? We're already cozy. Let's take it up a notch.
0: Just do it. See? Let's add a throw blanket. That's
1: right. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is more
0: like a dwelling, but. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ryan Brook and fellow. Excuse me, let me do that again. Let me do that again. Dr. Ryan Brooke and fellow researchers have actually coined the term pigloo to describe these structures. Quote These pigloos consist of mounds of cattails. Ah, that's what they are. Okay. Yeah, which they cut down and burrow into, capturing enough heat to steam on cold days, Brooke explained to TrapperMag.com. Cattails do a good job of catching the snow, and it's fairly thick and soft, so they can tunnel into that and have their little pigloos quote. Oh, man. Oh. I'm just going to make
1: like little like whimpering noises, because <laughs> I think it's so cute. I mean,
0: it is. It really is. Yeah. So, just how effective are these pigloos, you may be asking. Well, between 1990 and 2017, 92% of the pig's, ex- the pig's expansion has occurred in the prairie- provinces. This is really hard to say. Prairie provinces. A lot of P's in that sentence. Wow. 92% of the pig's expansion has occurred in the prairie provinces of Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Nailed it. I like
1: how all the words that you like so comfortably (laughs) nailed was Saskatchewan. Yeah. No... Didn't even bat an eye, Lash. Yeah. Is that the... I don't know. Talk more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will do the talk. So, for my fellow geographically challenged Americans, don't worry. I got you here. Where are these places? Well, imagine the country of Canada. You got it. Okay, now point to the middle. Okay. And there, in the devastatingly cold plains, you'll find pigs cuddled up in their pigloos oh my god i know according to travelalberta.com in the coldest months of the year january and february daytime temperatures range from negative 5 to negative 15 degrees celsius or 23 to 5 degrees fahrenheit and they can drop as low as negative 30 to negative 40 degrees celsius or negative 22 to negative 40 degrees fahrenheit for short periods of time hot damn and that's close. freezing yeah they outdoors all day. Outdoors all day. Goddamn! P- even pigs gotta go inside at some point. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So these feral pigs don't seem to be phased by the temperature one bit. It's impressive and terrifying what these creatures are capable of and their adaptability. So I, for one, welcome our new pig overlords. It's very nice.
1: I feel safer under a pig overlord than oh yeah, honestly, a human overlord. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to be wiser and good at infrastructure yeah. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> they you know they it, they love indoor heating they love indoor heating i respect it they know there's how... some landlords that are like no i'm not going to turn the heat on oh. fuck you and then you have to like text them back and oh, it's awful
1: it's it's terrible they yeah. are their own landlords
0: respect. i think that's
1: called a homeowner
0: yes <laughs>
1: I'm so far from... We're so far from
0: that. We're like, what? (laughs) All right. So, honestly, it doesn't look like we'll be beating them anytime soon. So, fuck it. Let's join them. Yeah. Uh, Into it. And uh, after the break... Yes. Let's talk about us. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. The time frame of our arrival into North America has always been a contentious topic among experts, don't you know? Uh, A recent discovery, however, has shattered the record books by thousands of years. It looks like humans arrived. Let me do this again. It looks like human arrival is even older than anyone could have expected. And it's all thanks to barbecue. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Stay tuned. Please do. Step into
1: the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an
0: offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at choppacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Hello everyone, Stuck you here? And I'm Gabby.
1: And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything.
0: Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish... Your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, GoodPods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, we're heading to New Mexico. Finally. (laughs) Not for the meth, but for the bones. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, fine. My friends, it's a beautiful day in 2013. And Timothy Rowe, a paleontologist and professor in the UT Jackson School of Geosciences, is uh, having a neighborly chat outside. Hmm. Now, Dr. Marissa. Well, Tim and his buddy were talking. What just so happened to have happened next? I I, I'm I'm I have you in. to know. <laughs> I, I, I I'll tell you. Uh, give me a sec. Okay. Uh, from
1: uh, news uh, dot u Texas Hookem quote. A neighbor spotted a tusk weathering from a hill slope on Roe's property. When Roe went to investigate, he found a bashed-in mammoth skull and other bones that looked deliberately broken. It appeared to be a butchering site, end quote. There you go. Awesome. I know. I know where this is going. If I didn't know where this was going, I'd be like, I think you should move. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should move. Totally.
0: Yeah, I get that. Yes, my friends, this day, this neighbor changed Tim's life and completely rewrote human history. For you see, Tim didn't even research mammoths or humans, but this pile, and I mean pile of bones, literally on his doorstep, just had to be investigated. Tim answered the call. Yes, he did. Since 2013, a slow, tedious excavation had... Tedious? Tedious. Since 2013, a slow, tedious sorry it's all good
1: you're nailing it I, by the way yeah
0: thank you okay no problemo since 2013 a slow tedious excavation there see Nailed i had that. to do it tediously there you go has been taking place to deconstruct what he and researchers called a refuse pile oh basically a pile of garbage and waste oh get this from ancient barbecues essentially that's so cool I also
1: i'm gonna start calling all of my garbage a refuse pile just to mess with people fancy gotta take out the refuse pile (laughs) it actually makes me sound like a murderer that sounds (laughs) yeah
0: really weird yeah anyways this is badass so the pile included quote a random mix of ribs broken cranial bones a molar cool and bone fragments from butchered butchered mammoths all the all of this was preserved beneath an adult mammoth skull and tusks what we've got is amazing, said Timothy Rowe. It's not a charismatic site with a beautiful skeleton laid on its side. It's all busted up. Amazing. But that's what the story is, end quote. From news.utexas.edu. I love a, a busted up story. That's right. It's that's, a fucking mess. That's the best kind of story. So, Dr. Marissa, would you like to see a fraction? Of this refuse pile. Oh my God! I thought you'd never ask. Okay, great. Uh, I think this photo tells you why it took so long to untangle. Please come on by our social media stuffs and just look at this pile of shit. Yes. Just look at it. I love a pile. It's a goddamn mess. Oh, it's an awesome pile. It's a total mess. What a mess! I love that we
1: found someone's like garbage. You know, some some someone's gonna like find it, like a pile of red solo cups, like an <laughs> alien or something, in like two thousand years, and they're gonna be like, Oh my God, what is this? Do you think they had a barbecue? Do you think they had a party here? What does this mean? Why did they use plastic? They're so bad small- for the environment. What's what wrong all, with them? What are all these small ping pong balls? What does it mean? <laughs> what do you think they did? Do you think they ingested them? <laughs> they were drunk enough. Okay, so, anyways, this pile of uh, what was once someone's trash, but is now our research yeah. is a really cool pile of bones bones it's totally literally bones. close your eyes imagine bones and sand and you got bones and they're really big bones and they're really weird bones mm-hmm. and um yeah i i i I like how big some of oh i can see a big like jaw yeah here with some teeth on it um yeah give it some
0: time look at that look at those like just, what is this uh, ripple thing that's is, pretty oh, creepy that might be a molar that might be a <gasps> tooth are you serious that might be a mammoth tooth that's a big ass tooth
1: yeah right yeah there's some great bones here i highly recommend spending some time with us. Give, give it a
0: gander yeah. yeah i'm happy and thrilled to report researchers were able to find mammoth collagen in one of the bones and perform some carbon dating on it okay yeah. hold on to your butts drum roll please this barbecue site took place somewhere between 36,000 and 39,000 years ago. Oh, my God. Making it the oldest known site left behind by ancient humans in North America. They
1: were ready to pollute. That's right.
0: 39,000 years 39, ago.
1: 39,000
0: years ago. Now, this is fucking awesome for a number of reasons. Let's start with context, okay? Uh, the anthropological community has divided early humans of North America into two groups. Okay. There's the Clovis culture, which dates back to 16,000 years ago, and they left behind elaborate stone tools. Nice. And it's very easy to identify and date all of their stuff. It's made out of stone, lasts a long time. Easy. Then there's the folks who came here and lived here before them, the pre-Clovis people, and they didn't use stone tools. So long-lasting physical evidence of them is hard to come by, which means estimates of when they showed up on the scene, those estimates are kind of sketchy. Got it. Yeah. Mysterious. So before this pile, researchers believed humans entered North America no earlier than 23,000 years ago. This site is at least 13,000 years older than that.
1: That's right, because when you add that up, you get 30, what was it, 35 to 39,000 yeah, exactly. years ago.
0: Wow! Yeah. So that completely
1: changes our timeline. It, it, absolutely. It, it widens. It It. That Widen isn't the word.
0: No, Widen totally. Makes works. It, it makes it different. <laughs> That's right. It makes it different. It means people were rocking barbecues way longer than expected. And the craftsmanship of this site tells us that they've been here even longer than that. This uh-huh. was not the first barbecue. No. Here's why. Here's how we know. Dr. Marissa, would you like to tag team how Tim and his team discovered that this was from the pre-Clovis era? as reported by Utexas.edu.
1: Um, Nothing would make me happier. Let's get this party started. <laughs> I hate myself. Anyways, quote, although the mammoth site uh, lacks clearly associated stone tools, Roe and his co-authors discovered an array of supporting evidence
0: by putting samples from the site through scientific analysis in the lab. Mm-hmm. Among other finds, CT scans taken by the University of Texas high-resolution X-ray-computed tomography facility Fuck yeah. revealed bone flakes with oh. microscopic fracture networks akin to those in freshly napped cow bones. K-N-A-P-P. I'm going to say napped. Napped. Napped meaning shaped to a point. So these some bones were shaped to a point. And there was well-placed puncture wounds that would have helped in draining grease from ribs and vertebral bones.
1: Whoa. Okay, continuing the quote. This evidence shows that humans shaped pieces of long bones into disposable blades to break down carcasses and render their fat over a fire. End quote. So basically they use bones... From the last barbecue Mm -hmm. to fix up the animals for the next one, the current barbecue. You got it. That's amazing. It's It's fucking brilliant. Very smart. Ah, and very good for the environment. Right, which they probably weren't terribly worried about at the time.
0: (laughs) Probably not. No. That's right, my friends. These crafty early humans used the bones themselves as tools to butcher animals, and the party and professionalism doesn't stop there.
1: (laughs) That's the cutest (laughs) sentence I've ever heard. (laughs) Amazing.
0: The website also states a chemical analysis of the sediment surrounding the bones showed fire particles that came from a sustained and controlled burn, not from a lightning strike or a wildfire. 36,000 years ago, they already knew how to light a barbecue. Fuck yeah, they did. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Round of, yeah, get round of applause. Yes, yes. Good stuff. That's right. This was not their first rodeo. That's right. God damn it. it, it yeah. So, they did it. Thanks to Tim's work, researchers now realize that to identify evidence of pre-Clovis folks, they need to look at bones not only as bones, but as possible tools. So cue the, cue the 2001 Space Odyssey boom, music. Boom, <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom,
1: I'm right, right? That's totally right. Okay, wouldn't it be funny if I sang like the Nutcracker or something? <laughs> just got so off (laughs) and i don't correct you i just let you go that would be amazing
0: (laughs) uh, retired texas state university professor mike collins who was not involved in this study said quote tim has done excellent and thorough work that represents frontier research it's forging a path that others can learn from and follow end quote so big thanks to tim and big thanks to the pre-Clovis people who pretty much invented barbecue. Hold on
1: 1 second. Okay, so this guy from Texas state yeah said that that Kim or Tim uh uh it, it really really did a good job in discovering something. Wasn't it in his front yard? <laughs> <laughs> good job, Tim. Keep keep up that good Hard work of waiting for it to show up in your yard. I'm sorry. I just took that completely (laughs) wrong. And
0: I was like, no, let's go even further. You know what? His fucking neighbor found it. (laughs) He
1: didn't even find it. It's not even him. This guy from Texas. I went to Texas State so I can, like, make fun of people from Texas State. But, like,
0: you know, he, uh, Tim, he he, he gave it a good look. That's good. Yeah. He gave it a a good Good look. Good for
1: you, Tim, for (laughs) making it an effort totally
0: made an effort see that's yeah. great that's good yeah we should all you know make an effort make an effort next thing you know barbecue barbecue time this, it all comes back to barbecue
1: always every time literally everything everything
0: yeah uh, thank you for listening rating subscribing telling your friends uh, about the magic of barbecue yes the magic the magic of barbecue uh, pigs uh, just to help What's going on with pigs? They're taking over. They're taking over.
1: And you should start telling people, um, because you'll be the first to talk about it. I promise you. <laughs>
0: Fucking move over, lizard people. We're ta- pigs. Yeah. Pigs are taking over. And Let's then, start a conspiracy theory. And then, yeah. and then That'll help. It's not a conspiracy
1: <laughs> if it's true. It's happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> also, Finland might be fake. <laughs> <laughs> Just... That's a joke only... Uh few members yeah just a few if
0: you were paying attention it's real i promise um i think i hope (laughs) (laughs) and please stay interesting please do